0: Welcome back to Air Magique. I'm your host, Eric, and with me is my amazing co-host, Niels.
1: Hello, everyone. Today, we'll be talking about the brand new Avengers Campus in Walt Disney Studios Park at Disneyland Paris. Both Eric and I got a visit recently and experienced the new land as well as what it has to offer. So let's jump
0: right in. Yeah. Avengers Campus, so exciting! There's literally so much to talk about, so oh, we're yes. really going to skip the news in this episode because the New Land basically is all the news. So, the New Land opened officially on July 20th, 2022. Niels attended the press and annual passholder previews, as well as the regular opening days. He's got a lot of great experiences and has kindly agreed to share his wisdom with us. (laughs) (laughs) Now, in order to really get into it, we're going to go into great detail here. So, spoiler warning. Yes. So, (laughs) shut down the speakers (laughs) if you don't want to hear it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're really going to dive in here. So you're going to get everything. We're going to give you guys all the tips and all the details, and we're going to spill the tea on the new land. So let's get started. Niels, could you please tell us a bit about Avengers Campus in general? Yes.
1: Yeah. So Avengers Campus at Disneyland Paris is, well a fully new themed land at Studios Park and it's based on the popular Marvel movies and series in the so-called Marvel Cinematic Universe or the MCU in short. The Imagineers had to come up with some kind of storyline for this land to fit this whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, or at least make sure that it well, wouldn't harm this universe, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> while
1: creating the possibility to have characters from all these movies and all these series coming together in one land, even maybe future characters. Multiverse of madness. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, but then in real life, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. So they created a place where the next-generation superheroes are recruited and trained, and Tony Stark, the man behind the Avengers and inside the Ironman suit, created these campuses around the world to recruit us, the Disney Park guests. And uh, that means that we have more campuses than just the one in Paris. For now, there's a campus at Disneyland Resort in Anaheim, and you have a Marvel area in Hong Kong, Disneyland, that is being built up as a campus, but it's not... Branded as Avengers Campus yet. More Avengers campuses could follow this way. It's a worldwide campus network and Tony uses a former Stark factory grounds from his father, uh, Howard Stark, to Create these campuses on. Therefore, you will find a lot of industrial architecture and references to the old factory creating automobiles and other technological stuff. Yeah. And I attended the Imagineers conference during the press weekend where they emphasized that there are actually two ways to create an experience in story. So that's what you'll experience here at Avengers Campus as you really become part of the story as a recruit. And they also have celebrations, like Marvel is celebrated at the Hotel New York, the Art of Marvel, where we have an art gallery of superheroes, but uh, we don't become one. We don't get to interact too much with them. We have two Marvel experiences at Disneyland Paris, but there's a different concept. So this in-story experience means that cast members and characters will talk to you like a recruit. And, uh, well, like, uh, thanks for saving the world. Thanks for <laughs> saving the campus yeah. hey, when you just uh, come out uh, the web adventure right? They also don't mention meet and greets. They don't exist. Right. These are the heroic encounters or training sessions. The training center is a meet and greet location. Uh, therefore, so yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. really nicely done. As you really, really become part of the story, and all the cast members that you will see will well talk to you like you're a recruit. So um, I really hope they are able to keep that spirit alive. As uh, yeah, it's making completely different experience than what you have in let's say uh, frontierland or fantasyland most definitely let's hope for the best i love the phrase heroic encounter it sounds so epic yeah and the question is who is the hero are we
0: as recruits that oh yeah they're encountering us our hero ness. yeah
1: (laughs) i don't know if that's a word but now uh, a generation of superheroes (laughs) iron man it's your honor yeah exactly
0: (laughs) yeah no I hope that as they open new Avengers campus locations around the globe, that some reference will be implemented into Disneyland Paris. Some kind of connection to the international campuses would be really fun. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe they'll also get a Friday or another AI, and they could perhaps, you know, talk to one another a little bit or invite each other over onto the large LED screen. That'd be really fun. Yeah. yeah. Or some
1: screens in some place. Where you could see what's happening in the other campuses around the world, yeah. Of of course, there are time
0: zones, but at least something pre-recorded could also work. High scores, maybe on web adventure, comparing high scores internationally—that could be done without time zone issues. So Mm -hmm. there's so many cool things they could do here. Yeah. What were some of your favorite small and large design details on Avengers Campus? Oh yeah, (laughs) there's
1: so much (laughs) detail, and there's so much to explore. Oh yeah. But uh, well, let's uh, go through a couple of ones. Large details I love are. Quinjet, the Avengers aircraft, and yeah, that really functions as the weenie, the eye-catcher of the land, uh, in my opinion. As you totally. can see it from far away and it's high up on that platform, so yeah, it's really attracting you <laughs> to go there. I also love the overall industrial architecture, as I just mentioned in the land uh, concept explanation, the old uh, Stark factory design. You can see a rail track going from the factory, now Star Factory Quick Service Restaurant, to the building on the other side of the road, which is now the Spider Man Web Adventure uh, attraction. But those kind of references to the old factory grounds are really really neat. Some smaller details that I uh, like are the Peggy Carter office in the Stark Factory uh, restaurant. Yeah it's so cool. There is a full series about uh, Agent Carter. She used to be an agent and of S.H.I.E.L.D., a counter-terrorism organization from the Marvel movies and series and she became a director at some point point. and S.H.I.E.L.D. apparently used the Stark Factory here in Paris as a cover-up. So her office is in the factory or in one of the rooms <laughs> next to the factory and her office is full of nice details including a map where you can see the last location uh, where Steven rogers aka captain america was spotted so that's highlighted on that map and then there are some other props referring to captain america so that's a really nice uh, place unfortunately some people were already uh, damaging uh, stuff there so um, you're not allowed to sit <laughs> in her chair anymore but uh, That used to be in the beginning. One last small detail that I would love to mention here, and yes, there are many, many more, but that's the food truck in the back of the campus on the opposite of uh, Super Diner, the old uh, Café de Cascadeur mobile restaurant. So this food truck is full of stickers and pictures. (laughs)
0: Actually, it's the same
1: kind of food uh, truck as we have in the Cars Road Trip area, but without the eyes and then with all these stickers and uh, pictures uh, (laughs) placed on it. So it's not a really special truck but because of all these stickers and pictures it looks like it made a world tour a road trip along the adventure campuses so there are references to anaheim and hong kong as well and the woman in all these pictures is beth clapperton and she is the lead creator from Walt disney imagineering here at disneyland paris so that's a a fun way to honor her work and uh, yeah one of those uh, nice uh, Imagineering uh, references. Oh, yeah.
0: Those stickers are such a plethora of detail. Like, especially for those who know fans of the films, you'll recognize lots of very yeah. super deep cuts here. Yeah. <laughs> One is the dog wearing a spacesuit. And I believe that was from Guardians of the Galaxy. You yeah. only saw him for a very short moment, I think, in the collector's yes. archives. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. And you have that dog in the Tower of Terror. That got modified to the Guardians of the Galaxy right in uh, Anaheim. Oh, yeah,
0: Mission Breakout, I think is what it's called. Mission Breakout, yeah. The dog is also in there. Yeah, yeah. so that was, that's really fun. And they also, have, also had a few physical props, like I believe Thor's hammer and yeah. Captain America's shield yeah. is also on on truck, mounted so... on the
1: truck. And if you look inside the driver seat part, then you, you see Funko pops of Marvel heroes in there and <laughs> other stuff. Yeah, it's really nice to explore what's there. There's so many little things, small details that go really deep uh, indeed. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's really playful. Yeah. One of my favorite fun details yeah. was the giant Pym particle disc, which features another teensy tiny particle disc on one of its ends so really fun super whimsical detail to look out for Mm -hmm. another thing that made me chuckle was a moment in the queue of avengers flight force so there's a section which features this gorgeous giant led screen playing a video of iron man trying to recruit other avengers to help out with the Mm -hmm. kree missile crisis A small card pops up featuring Wade Wilson. So Iron Man is basically looking through his contact book, right? So all these contacts pop up wade wilson pops up aka deadpool which clearly (laughs) states do not affiliate which is really funny because deadpool is of course known for his inappropriate humor if you're familiar with the deadpool film franchise which is one of my favorite marvel franchises and i hope they keep making it's really funny but he's super naughty (laughs) and definitely an anti-hero outcast type so it's a very nice reference That's really funny indeed (laughs) and i
1: totally agree i would love to see more deadpool movies coming out in the future as this is a completely different genre compared to the cinematic yeah. universe movies but uh yeah it's uh <laughs> it's really fun and well done yeah. totally
0: <laughs> so we did get Two new attractions yep. with the land, or I guess one and a half. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on how you look at it. Yeah. <laughs> but before we talk about those, I do want to quickly mention that in this month's Patreon exclusive show, we will be talking all about Pim Kitchen. Neil's got to dine there multiple times, and I also got to check it out once. So we're gonna share our experiences with y'all, whether it's worth checking out, and lots of fun design details to look out for when you are visiting. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah. you can get access to that along with all of our other previous fabulous patreon exclusive shows for just two euro a month and it keeps the show going helps us out a lot and just covers our running costs that we have with the podcast so thank you so much you guys so niels can you tell us a little bit about the new attractions parkourers can experience in avengers campus yes definitely
1: (laughs) (laughs) so let's start with uh, avengers assemble flight force so this is (laughs) your half attraction (laughs) (laughs) this is the former rock and roller coaster uh, with aerosmith attraction they kept the track of the coaster re-themed the ride and well gave especially the building a huge architectural upgrade yeah the building looks great yeah it looks like maybe a football stadium <laughs> 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 but now it looks really fancy and it's um, no way like the old building. This is not a totally new attraction, but it's definitely uh, a, well, reinvented one. As recruits team up with Iron Man and Captain Marvel to save our world from uh, an intergalactic Kree missile crisis. That's basically the story as told in the pre-show by an impressive, fully electric Iron Man audio animatronic um, and uh, Captain Marvel joining him on the screens. That animatronic definitely is a highlight and maybe the highlight of the attraction by the way recruits then boards in the the next room to one of the stark industries hypersonic vehicles to blast off and help save the world flight force is a high speed indoor roller coaster and it includes loops so that's something i don't like (laughs) (laughs) but uh, the minimum height is one meter 20 and single rider access is also available and in the future premier access will also be added but for now There's just the regular queue and the single rider queue to give everyone the same chance to do this new ride i have seen the queue <laughs> and the pre-show and the launch area just as the exit area So all the highlights <laughs> <laughs> with the photo pass touch screens uh, to collect your right pictures but i haven't done the actual right <laughs> i don't know huh, if i've seen all the highlights <laughs> but as i said i don't like uh, the loops i don't like big drops so uh, uh, it's definitely not my right but maybe let's talk about your right experience eric in a minute. Did it. I just wanted to mention that the LED uh, facade of Avengers Assemble Flight Force looks very futuristic and truly feels Tony Stark to me. LEDs are supported by audio. And yeah, you already mentioned uh, Friday, the uh, artificial intelligence uh, developed by Tony Stark. So Friday is represented by these uh, LED uh, lights and Friday talks to recruits with messages throughout the day and also interacts with uh, some show elements uh, like uh, Star-Lord, who activates uh, his playlists uh, through Friday for the Guardians of the Galaxy dance-off show. That's fun. So that's pretty cool. It's fun. But yeah, I wish that there was a little bit more real Interactivity.
0: I was expecting that when they said that she was gonna be interactive. I thought they would definitely have a cast member or an actor interact with you while you're walking (laughs) around the campus or interacting with the children, maybe hey you in the Iron Man shirt, or you know, something like that. So perhaps that's something they could add in the future with a little bit of plusing. Maybe that was the idea, or maybe that feature is in place but they
1: just don't use it at the moment. I'm not sure, but yeah, that's what I was expecting too indeed. Yeah. The visibility of Friday with all these LEDs. Is really cool at night, yeah. but during the day, especially a sunny day like we had in the past few weeks, and forty degree weather, <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's pretty hard to see. So uh, during the day,
0: yeah. So yeah,
1: I'm not sure if they can improve that, but
0: yeah. Originally, looking at the concept art, it appeared to me that they wanted to make the entire facade out of one giant LED screen. Yeah but that probably was over budget so they cut it down and reduced it to the simpler LED strip lighting they're using now which is placed behind the metallic facade which features cutouts. Exactly. So yeah yeah, like you mentioned it's kind of tough to see during the daytime. You really have to look for it to notice it especially in like bright sunny Mm -hmm. environments. And it changes shapes and messages uh, during the day so
1: sometimes there are big circles with red lights and then you can see it better but sometimes There are really (laughs) tiny details, thin lines,
0: making use of white lights. And then, uh, yeah, it's hard to see during the day. Yeah. It's not a deal breaker for me personally. Like, I would still consider that a success, even if they reduce the concept a Mm -hmm. little bit. And it's also a nice, surprising element in the evenings. Like, oh, you know, maybe you didn't notice it during the daytime, but then you sink during the evenings. As long as the park is open. Yeah. When it gets dark, of course, that's the main qualifier, right? Exactly. Yeah. The darker months are coming. So, uh, (laughs) yeah. It will be easier to
1: experience it at the moment. Yeah, you really have to stay till uh, bar closing time to fully experience it.
0: Yeah, I recall one Imagineer saying in the conference that they were up there during cold January nights trying to program those <laughs> <laughs> LED strips and that it was a really harsh experience, but you know, their hard work paid off. It does look really cool when the sun goes down and you can appreciate those fully. But yeah. Yeah, tell us about the ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I completely agree with everything you just stated. The queue is... Fantastic, the Iron Man animatronic, I love for that animatronic, it's in the pre-show, it's fabulous. And the new facade is, of course, dropped it gorgeous. Yep. The large LED screen featured in the queue was actually made by Samsung. Mm-hmm. It's from their The Wall series. So some of you may have heard about this already if you follow along the tech blogs like I do. <laughs> so this is a large-scale LED screen that is able to display 4K and HDR video that's viewable from any angle. And they've also been using these in movie theaters. So some of the latest theaters are using, instead of projection technology, these huge The Wall LED screens. Mm-hmm. It retails at about 900 thousand euros so wow Yeah, <laughs> that's where some of the budget went i'm sure mm-hmm. it seems that most of the budget yeah was invested into the queue and exterior because the ride itself is dark not just dark it is pitch black for the most part, except for a few blinking LED lights during the launch and at the end of the ride, it's mostly consists of an entirely black show building with a few very minimal projections. Mm-hmm. So the three or four projections are nearly impossible to make out due to the speed of the roller coaster and the rough nature of the ride. Yeah. Rough describes the ride experience pretty well. This is a rough roller coaster. They did not upgrade the restraints, so we are stuck with the same old uncomfortable rock and roller coaster restraints. The onboard audio mix is pretty good mm-hmm. with a story that's pretty easy to follow. However, there's so much going on in the soundtrack that is not reflected visually anywhere in the show building. In all honesty, it's a huge disappointment for me, and unlike the queue and exterior, which I think are a massive upgrade, Mm -hmm. I think I would consider the ride experience itself a downgrade. At least with the Rock and Roller Coaster, there were physical sets and lots of lights. You could orient yourself spatially, which let you physically prepare for the curves, inversions, and drops. That made the ride experience more pleasant, since you could prep yourself against the incoming (laughs) G-forces, whereas now they're a complete surprise because it's just pitch black in there right so y'all i wish i could sit here and say it's amazing but (laughs) i can't it's honestly my least favorite thing in avengers campus Mm -hmm. rumors are floating around that Disneyland paris executives as well as bob chapek and josh giamaro who's the chairman of disney parks experiences and products We're disappointed in the overall quality of the new ride experience, and according to the latest rumors, Walt Disney Imagineering and Design Paris are already working on plussing the attraction by adding more screens, refining the projections already in place, and adding various new effects. All of the above would be very welcome in my opinion. Physical sets inside the attraction would be a dream come true, but I'm pretty sure that will remain just a dream. (laughs) While no refurbishment date has been announced in regards to Avengers Assemble Flight Force 2.0, rumors have pointed towards the 2023 off-season, so January to March. According to sources, the attraction's low show quality is to blame on an insufficient budget. Apparently Disneyland Paris had been informed of the issue ahead of time, but was unable to react in time. I asked a cast member where the entire story is supposed to take place, and mm-hmm. this kind soul informed me that it's supposed to be in outer space. Right. So my thought process was, then, why don't we have any sort of star projections or fiber optic star lighting, like in Space Mountain or Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind? Yeah. Not only would it clarify where we, the recruits, are currently located, but it would ease up the black monotony of the ride experience and add a sense of orientation mm-hmm. Yeah. To end on a positive note, I do want to say the design of the trains is very cool, especially the light-up propulsion blasters in the rear yeah. of the vehicle, which light it. up during the boarding and the launch, yeah. Yeah. also the lighting package after embarkation when the vehicle moves out of the station and the sound design, it's all very cool and feels very sleek. However, my Avengers Campus highlight is the new Spider-Man web adventure, which surpassed all of my expectations, really. So Niels, could you tell us a little bit about that (laughs) wonderful new attraction? Yeah, let's uh, move over to Spider-Man, indeed
1: yeah so spider-man web adventure this is a totally new attraction for disneyland paris in the place that once housed armageddon the special effect show <laughs> whatever or you want to call it yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever it was so recruits of all ages can join uh, spider-man in this uh, action-packed adventure peter parker played by tom holland uh, in the impressive multi-layered pre-show film developed these uh, well kind of cute little spider bots but of course something went wrong and they keep on multiplying and create some chaos on the Avengers campus. So that's where we come in. The Open House of Web, the Worldwide Engineering Brigade, where we are at the moment, gets cancelled and we have to help Spider-Man right away to catch all these Spider-Bots before they cause total chaos. Spider-Man Web Adventure is an interactive and very competitive family attraction. The pre-show is mostly in French with English subtitles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a big, it's a big bummer <laughs> to see Tom Holland, but don't hear Tom Holland. Yeah. <laughs> but well, yeah, it's a choice. It's a choice. It's just a choice. <laughs> in the queue, you can hear audio sequences in various languages like Dutch and German to recap the main story. So yeah. That's something that Disney did really smart, I think. So everyone will get this main message about the spider bots breaking out, creating chaos, and we have to uh, help Spider-Man to catch them all. The ride itself is really, really fun in my opinion. And yeah, I just heard that you also love it. Yeah, most definitely. Even after the 50 to 20 times, I don't know anymore how many times I did it, but (laughs) (laughs) quite a lot of times. After so many times, it's still really fun. And if I can go back right now, I would go. What you have to do is to use your hands to point to spider bots and all kinds of objects in order to shoot them. So your vehicle goes along the screens. It's like a big computer game and you have to shoot. (laughs) (laughs) That's really nice. You can also point at uh, objects, then move your hands downwards and move those uh, objects around. So if there's something like a small vehicle then you can actually move it from one side to the other side on the screen. As said, it's like a huge computer game with a 3D feature, so we wear 3D goggles, and scores are indicated on our super fancy vehicle displays, and uh, yeah, it's really fun, as my daughter was counting every time uh, (laughs) her scores and checking if she had a new high score, so that's really adding some fun. The vehicle itself also feels, yeah, really impressive. It's some kind of subway system, at least it looks like (laughs) something like a subway to me. I've seen pictures before, but... To be there and actually board such a vehicle, yeah, it felt really, really special and so massive. It really feels
0: like <laughs> a grown-up ride uh, to me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So... Yeah, what
0: did you think to ride, Eric? I was so surprised by how much I enjoyed Spider-Man Web Adventure. The attraction surpassed all of my expectations, especially in regards to the ride experience. Yeah. Until riding Web Adventure myself, I'd only seen ride-through videos of the counterpart in California. Mm-hmm. It honestly looked a bit underwhelming to me in the videos. Toy Story Mania 2.0 Yeah, there are a lot of similarities. Yeah. Different theme. Different theme. <laughs> but the uh,
1: same kind of, well, screens, big computer game. Competitive element.
0: Yeah, it has a lot of similarities. Definitely an upgrade on Toy Story Mania. And of course, ride-through videos are never the same as experiencing the attraction for oneself in person. However, the interactive element is such an integral part of the ride experience, it's really almost impossible to get how much fun it is just by watching a video and not being able to interact with it. The screen Hmm. also completely fills your field of vision with crystal clear projections, so you are completely immersed in that moment. That's another thing the ride-through videos really don't capture. So yeah, I loved the ride and appreciated the few physical sets they did include. (laughs) Mind you, there weren't many, but you're having so much fun blasting the Spider-Bots. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) with your arms, it doesn't really matter that much. The queue and the ride is also filled with fun details to look out for. The first thing you'll notice when entering the building is the absolutely delicious, freshly poured concrete, new attraction smell. (laughs) I missed that set at Disneyland Paris. (laughs) One of my favorite details in the pre-show was the gear grabber machine. Mm -hmm. Each egg inside the machine contains random items provided by Walt Disney Imagineers in Paris. Also, the musion effect of Peter Parker in the pre-show was really well done. So like Niels mentioned, there's depth to it. Mm -hmm. So I counted four planes of depth, meaning that the scene did not appear to be completely flat. You had a bunch of physical workshop props towards the front, the primary musion layer, which featured Tom Holland as Peter Parker, a shelf projection onto a physical cutout behind that, and last but not least a wall projection, which also featured several moving elements, such as an in-costume Spider-Man and a couple of Spider-Bots. Also, look out for the physical Spider-Bot figures towards the end of the ride. They may be trapped in Spider-Man's web, however, their legs are still slightly moving, which is a really fun detail. I wouldn't quite consider that an animatronic, but at least it's like a moving figure, which is super <laughs> yeah, nice. Exactly. And it's not just one
1: indeed. There are quite some in there. So that's nice. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, to conclude, single rider access is available and premier access will be added in the future. So that's the same construction as for flight force. And it's uh, nice that they directly integrate these, uh, well
0: three different queue areas yeah also let me say that i'm so happy that disneyland paris did an annual pass holder preview event it was so relaxing to (laughs) experience the attractions and the land while they were still kind of sorting everything out so that's super cool i hope Mm -hmm. they do that for future lands as well and it's a very big perk to having an annual pass i know that we didn't include this in our annual pass episode because we didn't know about it back then so no this is definitely one thing to consider when visiting disneyland paris in the future and if you're considering an annual pass That's something to definitely add to the list because it's like having premier access all day unlimited because the weights really never went above 30 minutes anywhere at all. So that was really cool. Most of the time, it was just a walk on. Those days were really, really quiet uh,
1: compared to what we have now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So spoiled. Yeah.
1: Yeah, And I was extra spoiled as I also got access during the press weekend. And on that Sunday afternoon and evening when I went in, there was hardly anyone. (laughs) So yeah, it really felt like having an empty land almost for your own. And yeah, that was such an incredible experience. I
0: can imagine. But these
1: uh, AP uh, preview days were a really good move to give the pass holders something extra and also give Disney the opportunity to test with an audience, but without having the, well, (laughs) the land full. Uh, I think the fans appreciate a lot of things, but can also understand that there's well, testing some elements, so uh, I think this was really like a win-win situation. Most
0: definitely, and in case y'all are wondering, Web Slingers does have a higher wait time on average than Flight Force. So Avengers Flight Force yep. around noon is hovering around thirty minutes while well, <laughs> web-slingers can get up there in a <laughs> hundred plus minutes, so it really depends on what time of day mm-hmm. you're visiting, of course. In the afternoon, yeah. a flight force usually drops off completely to 10 minutes, where it's basically a walk-on, yeah. whereas web-slingers, yeah, remains up there more than an hour, usually. Yeah. even in the late yeah. evenings,
1: it's still uh, like yeah, 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. Great rewritability,
0: definitely. Yeah. So what were some of your favorite experiences within the attractions, and what, if anything, do you think could be improved upon (laughs) well i'm really happy
1: that both rides have an extensive queue area that uh, feature multiple corridors and rooms to well to keep the wait somewhat interesting yeah Yeah, there's something new to discover (laughs) around every corner especially the first time of course the waiting areas are covered so that's really nice now with the hot sun and well (laughs) during the winters and the autumn weather we will uh, at least uh, stay dry And these cues are fully air conditioned. So, uh, yeah, that's a big, big plus. For Flight Force, I just love the futuristic cue and the pre show with that amazing Iron Man audio animatronic. I can't judge the ride, but, well, (laughs) I heard your opinion. I (laughs) heard some other opinions. And I think Disney could definitely make some improvements to the the storytelling and the immersiveness of the ride itself. As for Web Adventure, I love this pre show room with Peter Parker. It's really. A tech lab setup full of small details. And I really love the lighting. That's true. The lighting is really well done. It already feels like a computer game to me somehow. (laughs) Because it's a bit darker. They use some colored lighting. And at a certain moment, the door will almost open to the next corridor. And then, well, a light will blink above it so that you know that something's happening there. So it's also like a visual guide that's really well done. The Peter Parker film feels Quite real. Uh, you don't need uh, 3D goggles uh, for that. So that's also really nice. Yeah, as said, I don't like to see here uh, Tom Holland uh, <laughs> with the French dub. <laughs> as said, that's a choice. Other improvements that they could make is, well, shorten this pre show. It's quite long. And that's really fun for the first time, for the second time. But yeah, like I did it now for 15 times or so, then. Yeah, it's quite a long pre-show. Or maybe they can just... Have different versions of this show. Oh, to, yeah, that's a great uh, idea. Keep it more interesting for people that come back. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking Star Tours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you have so, so many different scenes when you go in, and why not do this uh, for the pre show? You can still you never know what you're going to get. Tell the same you know. story. You see a lot of spider bots in the background doing funny things. Uh, why not doing some other things? <laughs> yeah, totally. I think that's yeah. a
0: really great idea. I don't think Disney's ever done that before for a pre show. That would be something no. new. But- but great idea. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's green based so
1: it's not that difficult, I guess, to implement. So uh,
0: yeah. yeah, maybe uh,
1: an opportunity to improve it a bit. Yeah, and basically the same goes for the scenes during the ride. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's a lot of fun. It's very addictive. But it would be awesome to have some variations of scenes um, where, well, different things happen. A bit like Star Tours, where you also have... Um, different scenes and you don't know uh, which one you will get when you board, And that would be fun to have that in the future. But I guess that's a possibility.
0: Totally. I mean, as you said, screen-based. So those are really two excellent points. Tom Holland also has such a unique style of humor. Yeah. While the physical comedy remains, especially the part where he comes out too early or freaks out about calling, you know, quote-unquote, Mr. Stark, a lot of the humor gets lost in translation, especially for those who don't speak French. Mm. The subtitles just aren't the same, so how about one pre show room in English and the other in French? Yeah. <laughs> that way it's by luck of the draw which one you get yeah. if you write yeah. multiple times. Mm. So there's a good chance you get to experience one in your preferred language. Yeah. How know. about
1: <laughs> skipping the premier Access queue and make that the French or the English queue? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Guiding that you into a different cool. room. Yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So that you can already make the choice when you enter the building. That would be nice. I think
0: I just picked the one that was shorter anyway, <laughs> but ignoring the language completely. Yeah. But yeah. No, totally. but, but there are
1: two <laughs> pre-show rooms, so it's an opportunity to um, yeah. to split that uh, somehow. But the single rider queue only connects to one of the pre show uh, rooms.
0: Ah, interesting. It's the so one that's, on the left, uh, right? I limitation, think. yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they uh, have some
1: kind of fence work on the left side of the pre-show room where the single rider people stand. And they have their own door to get out. Yeah, interesting. While the other pre-show room just is one big room.
0: Yeah. yeah. In regards to changing the locations or scenes on the ride, that would be awesome too. They said they were going to do that for a smuggler's run way back in the day in the States, <laughs> and that has yet to materialize, but I love be- that idea. Maybe. Maybe one day. Yeah, maybe one day. I'd love for them to implement that in Paris or in California as well. Oh, and I also wanted to mention that we have a complete ride-through video of Web Adventure on our YouTube channel. So I got an extra pair of 3D glasses for the camera, so it looks a little <laughs> bit crisper, a little bit cleaner. Of course, not the same as writing it yourself. We also have an ambient tour of the Pim Kitchen on there. So no commentary, just the original restaurant sounds, you know, munch, munch, munch. Yeah, and <laughs> I think I
1: heard you laughing, but... Uh... Oh, probably. <laughs> Very good chance of you laughing.
0: <laughs> well, there yeah. is no official theater show just yet there is a bunch of outdoor entertainment. Which of the shows did you see and which are worth sticking around for?
1: Yeah, so there is a lot of stuff to experience in the streets of uh, the campus during the day. I believe till around 7pm, then it usually stops. There are no time schedules, so just stick around, keep your eyes and ears open. And uh, if you hear or see something <laughs> happening <laughs> somewhere or see people gathering together, go there. As there's probably a show starting. First of all, we have The Amazing Spider-Man, which is a show performed on the rooftop of Webb. Spider-Man shows off some superpowers and acrobatics uh, from high up. So yeah, it's not an extensive show story-wise, but it looks cool. And uh, he's making some nice uh, poses. We'll stand still every (laughs) now and then uh, so that you can take your picture. (laughs) So that's really fun. Then we have Avengers Unite. The taskmaster and some of his followers got into the campus and the Avengers won't, of course, allow him to be there. So Black Widow, Black Panther and Spider-Man come into action to make sure that uh, He's getting out there. This is a nice mission equipment, the shop of the Avengers Campus rooftop fight scene. So there are a lot of people involved and you can really feel the action that's going on. And there's some smoke effects and stuff. So uh, that looks uh, looks really nice. The third piece of entertainment is the heroic welcome. A bunch of Avengers uh, will come out to the Quinjet platform to see us. The new recruits and uh, they will give us a, a warm welcome. So, this is not a big story or something, it's uh, basically just cool superheroes looking at us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this could be multiple Avengers, as I've seen uh, Iron Man, Black Panther, Black Widow, Captain America, a lot of Avengers together. But I've also seen Avengers, well, just alone, just by themselves. I think I saw Captain Marvel, Captain America and Doctor Strange one time just being up there on their own. So I'm not sure if that counts as the same show right? <laughs> or that it's just uh, some random uh, characters that uh, go there uh, every now and then. Just keep an eye on that Quinjet platform as uh, there's a big chance that you uh, will spot some cool Avengers uh, over there. The last two shows take place in front of the flight force structure, so on the opposite side of the Stark factory, the uh, main uh, quick service restaurant. The first one is called Warriors of uh, Wakanda, General Okoi, I hope I pronounced that right. It sounds
0: legit, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and some other warriors uh, who protect the Black Panther. They will train us in an well, interactive piece uh, of uh, entertainment totally different show is uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Dance Challenge. I think I called it um, Guardians of the Galaxy Dance-Off before, but that's because the Marvel superhero season that we used to have a couple of years ago in the Walt Disney Studios Park had a similar show, ah, um, okay. and that was called Dance-Off, and now it's called Dance Challenge. But it's basically the same if we get to see Star-Lord and uh, Gamora in, um, well, this fun uh, Dance-Off show where they also invite some of the recruits to join them for a dance, so that's funny. The classic music from the Garners of the Galaxy mixtapes, let Avengers Campus swing for a moment. Yeah, so it's really fun that you can hear Queen or something like that playing uh, (laughs) over the campus grounds uh, all of a sudden when this show uh, starts yeah so as said this is basically the show we got before during the marvel superhero season but without Groot As i think in the last superhero season Groot also joined uh, star lord and gomorrah so that's a pity that Groot is not there but it's still a lot of fun and um, a lot of people like to interact with these characters and join them uh, for a dance yeah that's basically all entertainment and i think also of a pretty good quality it's Oh, not too long and it's fun uh, to see the heroes in a normal uh, environment it's not a theater it's really in the streets on the roofs you can interact uh, with them and yeah besides some characters yeah, that just walk around the campus or arrive in a futuristic car ahead the so-called Avengers deployment vehicle these shows really add something to the story while the characters that just walk around are more like a photo uh, opportunity so right it's good to understand that there are two different types of entertainment
0: with uh, the, the characters here most definitely well i love the idea of organic entertainment the land just coming alive casually whenever it's also a bit frustrating to me in a way <laughs> of it gives me extreme fomo yeah you don't know when it's happening <laughs> yeah The show's dance parties and character interactions look like so much fun. It's like, Pokemon, I want to catch them all. (laughs) The one day Florian and I were in the Avengers campus and I got to meet up with Niels and your family, which was so much fun. For the first time... In the parks! Yeah! First <laughs> yeah. Time. It was also so hot that day, so a lot of the entertainment was cancelled or postponed, so we didn't see any live entertainment or actors, which still bums me out, but I look forward to checking it out in the future. Mm-hmm. What a lovely and unique approach to a land, of course. By not announcing any official Showtime's crowd management is a lot more bearable. And it brings a little bit of spontaneity back into the Disney parks, which is something they've lost a little in the last 20 years or so mm-hmm. with all the pre-booking reservations and before that yeah. fast pass. So, I agree. Yeah, super fun. And I love that Imagineering included a bunch of entertainment in Paris. I hope it sticks around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I hope so too. Yeah,
0: let's talk about character meet and greets. What did you think of the new Hero Training Center? Yeah, I already mentioned that there are some (laughs) walking around, but
1: let's dive into this a little bit uh, deeper. You can see these characters in four different ways. First in the street and uh, roof entertainment that i just uh, described yeah but that's not a real photo possibility usually maybe when star lord walks away that you can <laughs> still get a picture with him but <laughs> it's not meant as a photo opportunity it's really entertainment you watch you interact and uh, they go secondly you can spot and meet characters while they are walking around sometimes or arrive by the uh, adv that uh, futuristic car it could be busy and there are no dedicated lines, which makes it organic, as you mentioned. But it's also a bit of luck that you need to be able to really interact with them to get your picture or even ask for the autograph. As they just pick out people and they come to you and then they walk away all of a sudden because, yeah, there are too many people maybe. <laughs> <or something laughs> <like that. laughs> I'm not sure, but it feels really organic. And uh, yeah, you need a bit of luck there. There are also no set times in the program for this. So I've seen Thor and Loki, but also Iron Man, Black Widow, Black Panther, Captain America, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, a lot of characters, but I didn't see some kind of algorithm or (laughs) program it's really random at least it felt really random uh, to me uh, when and who would show up yeah thirdly uh, there's one place where you could line up to meet a character and that's the portal location at the entrance of the campus so far this place has been used for ant-man and the wasp i've met them both over there They're usually not together, by the way. It's just Ant-Man or the Wasp. (laughs) But so far, no times again, no indication in the app on the Mm. map uh, that this is a meet and greet uh, point but it's clearly a meet and greet point because there's even a little (laughs) area that they could easily rope off and make uh, a little queue area so keep an eye on that remote area when you're visiting and maybe you're lucky Uh, recently Groot also has been spotted in this place at least i saw that in some of the pictures from uh, dlp report on twitter yeah it seems that they keep adding characters to the campus And lastly, you already mentioned it, Eric, you have the Hero Training Center. So that's a fancy indoor meet and greet location, which I cannot call a meet and greet location, uh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) It's a training center. And this one has a photo pass option. So far, I know that Spider-Man, Iron Man and Captain Marvel have met recruits over there. But well, that's might change in the future for this location you need to make a reservation and you can do that through the disneyland Bears app so not through the old liberty app that they used to have at the studios but uh, through the official app so you just go to the map choose to see the character meets then tick on the hero center and uh, you can click on a button and follow the instructions time slots uh, for the morning open at 10 a.m for the afternoon at two and recently a 5 30 p.m slot also have been added. Be sure to log in at those times, choose a character that is available and you get a time slot to come back and meet your character. Yeah, this is popular. Be sure to keep an eye on your app and log in at the right time. The structure of this uh, Hero Training Center is covered with a facade of glass. And at night, it colors blue. And it's, yeah, that's really, really nice. Definitely one of those reasons to stay till it gets dark. Inside, you have a few benches and some uh, well, cool backlit Avengers posters on the walls. <laughs> yeah. It looks pretty clean, minimalistic. And some people <laughs> say they've entered the funeral of Tony Stark. <laughs> 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 but uh, for me, it does feel like waiting room Tony Stark style for a training center Maybe a bit like a lab environment, uh, actually, but uh, yeah, it's different than any other building you will find in Disneyland Paris, so that's maybe why some people <laughs> have to, well, get used to it. Yeah.
0: I would say it has more like futuristic airport feels than funeral, but yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, that's a good description, yeah.
1: So there are also some huge windows uh, on the left side uh, from where you can see the gates where the ADV goes through, so that's, uh, that's also nice, and uh, well, when it's your time, the cast member behind the desk uh, will let you into the queue of your heroic encounter. There you can spot the hero's uh, futuristic blue-lit lockers. And there's also a really nice transparent LED window to look into the room with the hero and um, see well, other guests meet or train <laughs> with him or her. That's really fun that you can already see what's happening in there. Photopass photographer can take your pictures. Uh, You can also take your own pictures, of course, but that's not all, as they also built in the possibility to create little video while posing with your hero. And there's actually a whole bunch of cameras in the wall, and they all take a picture in just a second after each other. So uh, you hear click, 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 (laughs) yeah. And uh, together they uh, form a little piece of video that can be added to a Photopass. Premium and those are 15 euros more expensive, I understood, than the regular Photo Pass Plus that you get with your annual pass or can purchase with your annual pass, I believe. So, you need to have this new Photo Pass with the video option to be able to collect it right away. Otherwise, you can get it on a paper a Photo Pass, a carton a Photo Pass, and Purchase and download the video afterwards. You can do that in the exit area where you have uh, Photopass touchscreen just like you have in the Flight Force exit area, or you can do that uh, afterwards through the website of the Photopass online when you're home. With it, Iron Man Together, Eric. Yeah. It was a bit difficult to have a real conversation with him because of the digital voice, I think. But yeah, it was cool that we could actually. Talk to him and that he was responding to us so uh, yeah yeah i liked that idea at least yeah. <laughs> um, so what did you think of that
0: eric i thought it was so much fun to meet iron man with y'all and thank you so much again for organizing that for all of us niels it yeah really cool no <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: eric had to lunch at Pim kitchen and was not able to grab a reservation as that day that annual past preview day you had to get a physical reservation paper yeah. um,
0: uh, the app was not working yet so uh yeah, we uh, arranged that. And they forced you to go to Pim Kitchen like an exact time after you entered the land. So it was all very yeah. strict and regulated. So, <laughs> But yeah, no, that was really cool that we got to do that together. And I completely agree with you about the interior of the Hero Training Center, the exterior. It's so ultra sleek. And the only real obvious bits of Marvel theming in the waiting area are the large Avengers posters. Yep. However, it does get more intricate once you arrive in the meet and greet space space. There are futuristic lockers with various character names on them, as well as a transparent OLED screen window, which is so cool. I recall seeing that technology a few years ago at the IFA, which is a large tech conference in Berlin. Mm -hmm. However, this is the first time I got to experience it in real application. And the best of all... You know, it was themed. So (laughs) it feels like the future in all honesty. The window has minute motion graphic elements on it that appear to show random data. It adds a bunch of kinetic energy to the space. And the pre recorded Iron Man voice sounded authentic enough. Very Robert Downey Jr. esque. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But as you mentioned, it has its limitations. The Iron Man suit itself looked amazing with the glowing eyes and the hand blaster elements. I thought it was a bit odd that they didn't suggest that we take that 180 degree video photo thing if i recall yeah. correctly you had to actively request that from the cast yeah, member and i
1: did it a week before during the press event and then right. they really offered to experience this and when we were uh, together uh, visiting Iron Man, yeah it was
0: not offered at all indeed uh, yeah i did not see a sign for that no. anywhere so no. if you don't know about it then you have to probably ask for won't it. request yeah. it yeah so yeah. it's kind of odd that they're hiding it a little bit at the moment Taking the matrix style of video photo is interesting. You are asked to hold still while focusing on a certain point. Meanwhile, yeah, as you mentioned, you can hear several <laughs> camera shutters go off around you. <laughs> and you have to ask for a separate paper fast pass. Well, of course, you don't have to, but uh-huh. if you have a regular photo pass and you want to add that file, that's the best way to do it. No. And you can add it to your library by entering the code on there. The 15 euro price tag is too steep for what you get, in my opinion. Yeah, I if agree. If it has to be an additional charge, I would say three to five euros would feel right for that short 10 second clip. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, it just doesn't really make sense to me at the moment. No. If it was €15 Euro upgrade just in general for all future videos, I guess that would seem more fair. And at the moment, that's the only location that yeah, offers exactly. that sort of thing. So
1: if we have this all over the place, uh, then um, yeah. it might uh, become uh, more
0: interesting. Yeah, Yeah, like Niels mentioned, the PhotoPass kiosks that were located by the exit, well, it was a little bit confusing exiting because whether or not we would have to scan our PhotoPass again to actually get access to the files, turns out you can just leave once the cast member by the character has scanned it. So you can just ignore those kiosks, leave the training center. You can just use the kiosk to see what's on your PhotoPass,
1: not just from that experience, as you can also see all your other pictures. It's basically accessing the PhotoPass website, see your pictures, and you're able to purchase them, to send them to an email address probably, maybe even order (laughs) a (laughs) mug or a calendar or something with your pictures. (laughs) The usual stuff that you can also do on the PhotoPass website. Yeah, which you can
0: just do on your mobile phone whenever, so there's no real point to sticking around there unless your phone died or something. No. The whole PhotoPass terminals, they worked really well during the annual passholder previews, which was great. However, I've been hearing some complaints online that yeah. since they've been open to the public and there's a lot more people, that the terminals are acting sluggish or crashing more often. So when they do work, they're great. And I think if they work out the kinks, I can imagine these terminals saving folks a bunch of time waiting in line to get their photo. Mm -hmm. Overall, I think the terminals are a positive thing, but... I guess they still need to work a little bit on the software side of things. Disney has created a plethora of Marvel merchandise. Can you tell us a little bit about your personal highlights and where folks can purchase their favorite items? Uh, Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Disney did a great job on merchandise, I think. Uh,
1: There's a lot of stuff available that's especially made for the campus. Yeah, that's really cool. I was quite surprised how much merch they had that I didn't see before. Yeah. At this moment, there are three places where you can purchase Avengers Campus merchandise. uh, All stuff can be found in the lens main store which is centrally located at the plaza with the quinjet and it's called uh, mission equipment uh, you also exit web adventure through this shop it's quite big it's nicely designed the part at the exit of web has all the spider-man uh, merch and some nice props and even some spider bots on the walls just uh, underneath the ceiling and that part feels a bit warmer than the Other part of the shop that looks more minimalistic, a bit futuristic. A little bit more like Flight Force, actually. And it's also on the side of Flight Force. So you you just have to cross the plaza, the square with the Quinjet to get there. So maybe it's a bit like a split (laughs) shop for the two rides. But this other part is also the part where you can find the Flight Force merchandise and some generic Avengers and Marvel stuff. Other places where you can buy merchandise are a small kiosk with a limited offering at the entrance of the campus and you also have the former yeah photo point it was called it's a small boutique in the front lot so when you enter Walt Disney Studios Park it's directly on your right before entering Studio One and this shop just has a couple of pins and the spider bots so it's limited offering but it's a possibility to buy some Avengers Campus stuff, even when you don't get into the land itself. Right. Yeah. So, what did we buy there? <laughs> My daughter bought a spider bot, and it's pretty big. It's remote controlled, it has lights, sound. And you can even get, well, extra, let's say, covers (laughs) to (laughs) make it Iron Man, Black Widow or uh, Black Panther. And I saw online that uh, in California, they also have Ant-Man and Wasp outfits uh, for your Spider-Bot. So maybe uh, we'll getting those later. That gives your spider bot a new look, but it also um, provides different powers so you can battle with them if you like. So then you need to have two, of course. But yeah, they're pretty expensive, but also really cool. Uh, It's 70 euros for this uh, remote controlled uh, bot and um, these power-ups or covers are 25 euros each. So uh, yeah, it's a lot of money, but (laughs) it's a really unique piece of merchandise that is really attractive to buy. When you just did the web adventure and you saw all these spider bots. Oh, totally, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I also bought the generic Avengers Campus t shirt There was also a opening 2022 version of that same shirt uh, or, well, not exactly the same shirt, but similar colors that I also bought. I took a couple of campus and web uh, pins home. The collectible Avengers Campus coin, which you can get for three euros at the uh, cachet. And the huge map of the Stark facility, and that's what I really love, as it's yeah a pretty fun but affordable souvenir. And it comes in a, well, a cool envelope with top secret stamps on it. <laughs> Stark factory. It's a huge blue map of the whole facility and i think this map is also on one of the walls in the queue of web and maybe even on one of the walls of the stark factory restaurant i
0: thought so as well yeah Yeah. i think Mm -hmm. i've spotted
1: it there as well so uh yeah it's that map that you can purchase to bring home
0: so, what did you buy, Eric? Well, first <laughs> of all, the Spider-Bots were so cool, and I was super tempted to get one, but the steep price <laughs> of €70 Euro without any discount stopped me. Yeah. But we did get a few Avengers Campus pins, as well as the Special Edition Opening t-shirt. Yep. There was lots of cool stuff to look at, and I think Disney did a pretty good job of creating a wide variety of merchandise. One thing to keep in mind is that there's, yeah, like I mentioned, no annual pass discount, so why Disneyland yeah. Paris? Why? They were afraid for, yeah, these people that are selling it. Everywhere on uh, eBay and (laughs) for far too high prices. So uh, yeah, I mean, I think they'll still do that. Yeah, it's just something to keep in mind when you're budgeting for your shopping during your visit. Yeah. Besides all the great merch in the Mission Equipment Shop, be sure to keep an eye out for some of the props on the high shelves. So Mm -hmm. many a fan of the previous Armageddon attraction will recognize several pieces which have been salvaged from the now defunct ride. That's really fun. (laughs) That there's still some
1: reference to. What it used to be <laughs> yeah totally yeah, 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 yeah i like that <laughs> to conclude this uh, merch part of the show there's new merchandise added on a frequent uh, basis at the moment so um, i see new stuff being added every now and then including shorts sweaters funko pops bottles magnets figurines and many more objects so yeah it's clear that not everything they plan to have was available during the first weeks so um, yeah More to come. So I'm excited to visit again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Let's move on to food. There are several food options available in Avengers Campus. Besides PIM Kitchen, which we will talk about on this month's Patreon (laughs) exclusive show, can you tell us a little bit about the food options and what dishes and snacks you liked and what you would skip next time? Yeah, definitely. Food is one of the most important things for me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So there are five places to get your snacks or meals at the campus. So. That's a lot, especially for Walt Disney Studios Park, and uh, I'm really happy with that amount of extra options. Let's briefly touch all these food outlets one by one, and indeed, Pim will be in our bonus episode. Let's start with the web food truck. Uh, They can go for Asian noodle soups, coconut balls, ice creams, and sodas, or even an Asian beer. In this case, WEB doesn't stand for Worldwide Engineering Brigade, but for Worldwide Eating Brigade. (laughs) A fun little twist. The noodle soup is available with tofu, chicken, and shrimp. And I had a shrimp one, which was pretty good. Well, the taste was good. Don't expect the world. It's still theme park, (laughs) fast food. But I think it was pretty good. Yeah, The coconut balls, or atomic balls as they call it, (laughs) are like egg yolk in a jelly yeah, type of dough mm-hmm. with a cocoa rasp interesting, <laughs> on <laughs> top of it and they're quickly heated in the microwave so it's a fun thing to try i can't decide if i like them or not <laughs> but yeah maybe decide for yourself they come with three they're pretty big actually and uh, they're five euros so that's a nice price to uh, at least try them uh, one time i would say totally,
0: and it's great that we got a unique snack exactly yeah
1: Yeah, definitely. So there's a second food truck, and that's the Fantastic Food Truck. And that's where you can Tony Stark's favorite New York-style hot dogs, also plant-based. And the Cheesecake on a Stick. Cheesecake is also available at the moment in Frontierland a purple version for the 30th anniversary so good i guess that will be phased out sometime but here it seems to be a regular uh, offering they also have uh, ice creams and sodas and as you said cheesecake is really good (laughs) (laughs) it feels a little bit like an ice cream like a magnum ice cream eh? with chocolate and pieces of almond or something like that on top of it but uh, yeah it's really nice the hot dog i had was well just as good as the ones you can get uh, from uh, casey's in the other park so um yeah a good uh, addition and they also have cute spider-man water ice cream so um, yeah a couple of nice things to grab a quick snack while uh, you're walking around the campus totally yeah let's move over to stark factory which is a high-tech workspace for uh, superhero gear that uh, also serves as a counter restaurant at the moment on the menu are pizzas pastas and uh, salads to uh, power up the recruits so this is the little italy reference to the home of the avengers new york at least uh, that's what i think just like the Asian food truck refers to Chinatown in New York, and the other quick service and snack places are more American food, and that makes the offering basically similar to the approach as at a downtown restaurant in Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel, but uh, well, (laughs) back to Stark Factory. (laughs) I've tried the quinoa salad with tofu, uh, which wasn't extremely special, but it was definitely good. Nothing to complain about. And, well, pretty accessible flavor-wise for uh, a lot of people, I think. I've also tried two of the pizzas. Those were pretty big square slices. And I have to say, good quality. They're, they're also expensive, like 14 euros. Mm. <laughs> but I prefer these over-the-quick-service pizzas in the other park from the, the Pizza Outpost and uh, Bella Notte. Oh, so, okay. So, um, yeah i think this is like a little step up quality wise then there's a dessert from uh, thor it's a cake but mostly some kind of soft chocolate and caramel mousse and that was delicious sounds good i think it's five euros to give an idea of the price the salads were like eight or nine euros they also have pastas sodas ice creams but yeah the the offering is limited so um yeah yeah it better be good (laughs) (laughs) yeah coffees and tea are in machines uh, in the restaurant so you don't have to get them from the counter and you can pay uh, by cart uh, in those machines yeah and this place has various rooms to sit down so each with a different theme we have the factory itself the pecky carter office as i mentioned uh, before and there's also like something like a storage room (laughs) behind that with all kinds of signs on the walls that there's uh, dangerous uh, things in there In the main area where we enter and where you also get your food, there is a huge Hulkbuster robot. And yeah, that's a true eye catcher. Just like the Iron Man animatronic. This one is not moving, but it's lit and yeah, it's really impressive. It's a cool prop uh, to take your picture with. So um, yeah. Really well done uh, theming-wise, I would say. Totally, yeah. yeah well, next is Pim Kitchen, the buffet restaurant of Avengers Campus. It offers a huge variety of food at uh, size-defying scales, prepared uh, using the Pim Particle Shrink and Grow technology, as we know from the uh, Ant-Man uh, movies. You definitely need a reservation for this one uh, at the moment, as it's pretty popular. And also the only restaurant that you could reserve. But in the Patreon bonus episode, we will talk all about this uh, fun, but a bit pricey place. <laughs> the last food option at the Avengers Campus is the former Café de Cascadeur. It's now back as Super Diner, and it's still a traditional, real, mobile American diner that serves so-called Ruben sandwiches. They have a meat and a veggie option and a version for kids and for adults so um, uh, two versions in two sizes i haven't tried those yet so maybe <laughs> <a> next time <laughs> super diner looks beautiful as it got uh, fully renovated and uh, yeah it also has a really nice terrace just in front of it and also on the side of it so yeah, uh, that's really a nice. big plus for uh, these uh, beautiful months <laughs> to be able to uh, sit outdoors so overall I'm pretty happy with this huge food, beverage, and snack addition to the studios. Not everything is really special, but there are definitely some good picks available. Uh, So, um, yeah. Overall, um, I'm a happy man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. I especially love the retheme of the Cafe de Cascadores. You know, I think the super diner works yeah. really well. And as you mentioned, the outdoor seating space looks very cute. They also included these really cool graphics along the walls. Yeah. And the Hulkbuster is fabulous. So there's lots of great theming details all over. It doesn't matter whether you go to the food yep. truck or one of or the restaurants a factory or a yep. kitchen. Yeah. So there's something to look at everywhere. I did want to hit back on Peggy Carter's office, which Uh you mentioned previously. So if you want to see it on Agent Carter, it comes in on the first episode of the first season. (laughs) And if you move over to the next dining room, which is the Strategic Scientific Reserve Bunker, it's all brick walls with neat signage details. The SSR presented here was later absorbed into S.H.I.E.L.D., so there's a link to the past. Imagineer Jing Pshol also shared that the concept for this room was that it also served as a storage area that could serve to contain dangerous materials. The evidence there is the wear and tear on the walls. Nice. (laughs) So Niels, we've come to the end here. Do you have any last takeaways in regards to Avengers Campus? <laughs> well,
1: I feel I can talk for hours about the campus, <laughs> but just go to find out for yourself. Even if you're not a Marvel fan, you can still enjoy well the whole setup, the design, the atmosphere, the entertainment, the rides. It's really well done, even though <laughs> there are some budget cuts, yeah, uh, well, some things could be improved. But uh, at this moment, it's actually one of my favorite areas in Disneyland Paris. So uh, yeah, really
0: well done and um, let's go uh, and see for yourself. Yeah. I mean, Avengers Campus brings a new themed area to Disneyland Paris, which is just a major plus, as well as one and a half new attractions. (laughs) The dining locations, the live entertainment and themed architecture are also major upgrades. Even though we know Avengers Campus is not all it could have been due to the budget cuts and direction shifts. As fans and connoisseurs of Disneyland Paris, we have to ask ourselves, you know, is it better than what was there before? Is it an improvement? And I for one can full-heartedly say, yeah, it's worth seeing and experiencing for yourself. The entire area just hits different when you're actually standing in it and are completely immersed. For the most part, I would consider Avengers Campus a success with a bit of room for improvement here and there. So yeah, big congratulations to Disneyland Paris and especially the Imagineers. Great job. So Niels, where can people find you? Yeah, well, please uh, follow me on Instagram. I'm at Capturing Disney Parks and I
1: post daily pictures and stories uh, about the parks for All my other activities like news on Twitter, influencer interviews and podcasts, please visit capturingdisneyparks.com
0: Awesome! Be sure to follow Air Magique on Twitter, Instagram and our website airmagique.net for all the latest Disneyland press news and podcast updates. Please consider supporting the show on patreon.com slash You get access to a completely new exclusive episode every month and it really helps out a lot and keeps the show running. Yes. Before we go, <laughs> we did want to thank some of our patrons and you can also get a shout out at the Sequoia tier. So thank you to simon jen jp jerry and tulips (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much guys thanks y'all well everyone stay safe and have a wonderful day talk to you soon bye-bye bye-bye